Hola. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You miss me? Yeah. We we haven't talked in like three in like three weeks. No, we literally recorded an episode before last week's episode together. No, wasn't that my solo one? Was it not? I'm stupid. I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um hi guys. Uh long time no see. Um that's the last only been like a week. Yeah. Um I didn't record because I was very stressed out about a certain storm that was hitting Florida. You guys might have seen it all over the social medias. Um Mr. Hurricane Damn, what the hell was the name? I literally forgot. Ian, Ian. Ian. Um stupid ass Ian. Um when it got announced, it, it was funny. I was in the Uber talking to one of my friends um cuz she saw my tattoo and it says this storm will pass and that's based off of uh uh there was a hurricane that hit florida in 2018 that really messed up my house and i've been like forever traumatized from it and i got a tattoo in remembrance not remembrance but in like solidarity of my roof getting fixed and um after i told her about it literally that same night was when hurricane ian was announced so i was like man that's what i get for literally talking about anything so when the hurricane got announced i was like psychoanalyzing the track of the of the freaking hurricane for the next four days yeah, that that stuff stressed me out, bro. It's like it's it. I hate, I hate storms. No, I hate of course. storms. I mean, so that much. storm in general is just really crazy. The, tra- it, the trajectory. It's not even the everything. it's not even the rainfall. It's just wind, bro. I hate strong wind. Like strong wind makes me fucking go crazy. Um. So like at first the hurricane wasn't supposed to go to Orlando, and then like every day, like every hour, it would just like track closer and closer and closer and closer to Orlando, mm-hmm. and then literally like the final track, it went right through Orlando, and I was like, wow, literally exactly what I didn't want to happen. Um, but whatever. Um, Orlando didn't get hit too bad. My my house didn't get messed up or anything. I feel really bad for the coastline. Um, yeah. They got rocked. Oh, so if scary. any of y'all in like Fort Myers, Naples, like I have friends who like their families are in Naples. Thank God all of them are, are good. Like I talked to them, but man, that shit is scary. I hate mm-hmm. hurricanes so much. Yeah. Um. I mean, that inspired but anyways, this you episode, know, right? Exactly. That That's why I wanted to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Because um, what we're going to talk about today is why you didn't talk or not you. Why you didn't hear from me um, last last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what are we okay. talking about today, buddy? Uh, hold on, we didn't do our well, intro. Oh, yeah, first of all, what What's are we? <laughs> you didn't even do the intro last week. I, was I know, I, was like, I Man, forgot. She literally forgot. I forgot Silly goose, you We just got into me. it. Silly goose. Anyways, welcome back to our beautiful co- oh. podcast. <laughs> he forgot. Podcast. Podcast, it's about fish. Welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to our podcast, Difficult Dish. It's, it's about South Asian narratives, and my name is Mashinin. Right. And I'm Hua. And today we're revisiting one of the earliest topics that we did in the formation of this podcast. It was episode three. Mm. I did not want to talk about it so soon, but this this girl did. I remember like I was like, no, let's leave that for later. And you're like, no, we gotta talk about it right now. And we did it super early. But it was a good episode. I literally don't remember. Don't go listen to it. <laughs> um we were we were children back then. We're yeah. grown adults now. um (laughs) last year (laughs) and um and and yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about anxiety um i want to talk about it because i've been feeling pretty anxious over the last week or two i'm not gonna lie Mm. um but just wanted to talk about like what our experiences have been with it um you know like how we've viewed anxiety our whole lives like at different points in our life um yeah. back when we were kids and like didn't know didn't even know what it was to like now we have like a, a a pretty good understanding of like what makes us anxious why it makes us anxious and um you know what we do to uh make us make ourselves feel better about it you know also on top of that why it's so hard to talk about anything mental health related anxiety depression with your parents or family members and kind of like why it's so taboo so we want to you know share why it's kind of been just inside of us instead of something that we share usually with family members um but yeah we got a we got a few things to say about this topic and mashoon you know he went through it recently so he has some direct insight yeah you know like i i was hanging out with one of my friends and 
he just asked me out of nowhere. He was like, do you ever get anxious? And I was like, man, it's such a, like, it's so funny that you're asking me that. Um, because that's literally how I've been feeling for like the last few, not few, maybe like the last week I've been here. If you guys didn't know, um, I'm in Colombia right now. I've been in Colombia for three, like three to three and a half weeks now. And I'm here for another week. Um, and before I came here, I had a whole list of things that I wanted to accomplish while I was here, both like physically and, and mentally. And I, and I've gotten through a lot of them and I've been doing a lot of what I've been wanting to do. But one thing that I really didn't account for that I was like, man, that's not going to happen to me. It's just the fact that like, you know, being somewhere so different and you're about to experience this, like being somewhere so drastically different, like you, you just really start to miss like actual life, like actual mm-hmm. reality. Um, and, and it's just been making me really nervous because like I've been over here and I've been in, like my own space and it kind of forces me to just think. So I've been doing a lot of thinking and thinking makes me feel super anxious and i don't know there there are just nights where i'm like man i just want to be back in orlando and like my little neighborhood my little basketball court right now but but that's a good thing you know i feel like when you do have to think and it forces you to get out of your comfort zone and it forces you to do things that aren't your regular routine it's scary and it's uncomfortable and it brings you anxiety but also i think those things help you grow so even though you are feeling homesick and you want to go back to your, you know, your normal life, this, these three weeks were very transformational for you, you know, and you had a lot of fun. So I think for anyone, like anyone ex- experiencing anxiety, obviously sometimes and for most part, honestly, it's not a good thing. Like it's not a good feeling, but sometimes that anxiety is necessary for you to grow and for you to like experience some sort of change in your life that's positive. I agree with you, but I think one thing that I've I've learned not learned, but I've uh, I've just been reminded in my time here, which uh, you know it helps me empathize a lot with my mom, is just the fact that like, you know sometimes it's really, really really hard to just just like reconfigure the way that your mind has operated its whole life, you know like my whole life. I like didn't believe in anxiety. I didn't think it was a real thing. I didn't think that ever happened to me. And that's literally how I thought my whole life. But nowadays when I feel it a lot more, I it's hard to condition myself to actually believe that it's anxiety and not something that I'm just making it making up mm-hmm. because my whole life I made it up at right. least in my head. You know, so it's like I'll be here and I'll be like, "Man, like man like you gotta stop feeling like this like it's not that serious like blah blah blah. but like that's not the right way to get to get over these things like you have to treat them serious you know something to to move past it something that's so interesting that i just remembered right now and it just shows how much growth both me and you have had i remember Mm -hmm. when mashun and i first started talking in like 2020 at the start of the pandemic one of the questions that you asked me was something like have you ever had an anxiety attack or have you ever had like Mm -hmm. really anxious feelings or something like that and I remember I responded in a way where it was like, oh, I don't think I've ever had an anxiety attack. I don't think I've ever been like super anxious because I don't want to take away from the people that have had that. And it's much more serious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to discredit those people by saying mine is just like so horrible, you know. And I remember me and you had that conversation very early on. And we kind of were saying, you know, even if we did feel like some sort of sadness or even if we did feel some sort of like nervousness or anxiety we don't want to we don't want to characterize it or define it as depression or anxiety or this and that because we don't want to take away from the people that are starving or the people that are actually going through it and i think that was us just being very naive and also you know being more we were aware of other people's feelings that were heavier than ours but i think now as time has passed you know two years plus have passed i think both of us have gone to come to a point where it's like we understand that other people have it worse. We understand that um, maybe we're not like the the cold cut definition of this and that, but it's still possible to have it in some forms, right? It doesn't mean that like us regarding us, us like saying that we have it doesn't mean that other people can't have it, you know? You know what I mean? So I think that's like a lot of growth on our end. I think you've, you've done a much better job of understanding that than I have. I think I still struggle with believing that I'm actually going through something nowadays, like a like still a lot. I think for like a little bit, I was leaning towards you know like 
understanding it better but i don't know i feel like i've been like not reversing but i don't know i'm just like kind of in a weird spot where um you know like you said like i i look at other people especially coming to somewhere like columbia we're like bro like people here work their ass off for like like the money that i make in like a couple like hours like they make Mm -hmm. in freaking weeks and like it's like it shows your privilege exactly and so it's like i i come to places like this and i'm like man like my life is so like great bro like i went to a place yesterday with the with some of my friends and i got like a sparkling water uh from the bar and it costs thirteen thousand uh pesos which is like three dollars but that like thirteen thousand pesos for a sparkling water is like is like 10 times as much as what it actually cost because we're in like a nice a nice place and it's like none of my friends wanted to buy like any drink because like they're like nah like that's too much bro it's two dollars fifty cents three dollars for sparkling water they're here crying about not crying but they're like yeah we're not gonna get anything it's too expensive and it's like that's little shit but it's like i'm just like man bro like my life is so blessed like there's no way that like i get anxiety there's no way that da, 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 you know well there's there's also like the the perspective of you know when you're feeling anxious and then people say for you to like pull yourself out of your body and see things from like a uh like a high like an outside perspective like mm-hmm. we are all so minuscule in this world right like if we zoomed out like we're just a tiny speck on this earth like right. honestly nothing matters at the end of the day so yeah right. like when you put yourself in perspective to like other people that don't have as much as you you feel more blessed and you feel like you don't really have anything to complain about but at the end of the day that it's also your life you know like things are going to be harder for you than other people things are going to be um bringing bringing you more anxiety than other people and we always compare ourselves to other people and it's also good to feel lucky and blessed but also that narrative just makes you feel like you can't speak about your problems and what you're feeling isn't valid you know i think there's like there's people all across the spectrum when it comes to people recognizing their own like anxiety or mental health issues because like there's people where they'll recognize it and they'll they'll still work through it there are people that recognize it and just use it as an excuse to like not do anything and it's like yeah i don't understand the severity i don't understand blah blah but at the end of the day like i think um i think a lot of it does just come down to like willpower and like how strong your mindset is because like you know there are people who are like scared of ghosts right but like even if you're even if if you take two people who are scared of ghosts like and put two of them in a in like a haunted house like one of them can train themselves to not be as scared as the other person you know it's not like they're both default just going to be crying the whole time like no like when you're put in an unfortunate circumstance like it comes down to just your willpower and i think a lot of brown people have just been trained to ignore it and forget about it and don't think that it's a real thing well that's like the survival mindset right it's like you're forced to be strong and you're forced to kind of ignore all these problems because you know that there are bigger problems that you have to deal with like our parents when they came here obviously they had anxiety with coming to a new country getting a new job learning a whole new language it's completely different from like what we feel already being born here but like they had to kind of get over it you know so like they don't even have the the words to describe how they feel they don't have a definition for it because they were never even taught to like sit down and think about it and so i also saw this video on tiktok recently where this um mom she was an immigrant mom like a latina mom or something and she was kind of talking about how you know growing up she had to be she was sleeping on the bed i mean she was sleeping on the floor there was like multiple siblings in the house you know from like age five she had to like cook clean like do all these um things chores and stuff and like she had um you know the book definition of like a difficult life right and now she doesn't understand why her kids now are saying they have depression and they have anxiety and all these different things because like she's supposed to have that and she didn't she wasn't able to say it but that's also kind of like disregarding the fact that you know people now can still have it even if, if if it's from different reasons and that's how like generational trauma comes out right because it's like you weren't able to um accept it when you had it or talk about it when you had it and now that your kids have it you kind of shun them out when they try talking about it and then 
the kids are going to do the same thing to their kids unless they break it and it kind Mm -hmm. of just shows that like you know our parents never had that language so we aren't able to talk about it now because it's kind of like our problems are lesser than and in in their perspective i get it like obviously our problems aren't as grand as you know assimilating and learning a new language and this Mm -hmm. and that but at the end of the day you know our own generation has its own problems of its own like we have like people pleasing problems and we have anxiety with fitting into like a white dominated culture and other different things like that and you know having the pressure of being the eldest or being whatever it is in the family so it's like you know we have our own set of problems and it's it's really hard to bring it up to your parents without feeling like you know you're stupid for bringing it up you just have to find like the perfect like in between like the line the sand where like you you have to understand what your parents are saying when when they say that they have trouble understanding how you're anxious but you also have to understand that you have your own problems and you have your own stuff that you're going through like you really have to fully understand both sides like you can't just ignore what your parents would be saying be like no mama i'm anxious you don't get about like you can't do that like you gotta like really understand both sides i think it's it's hard for a lot of young people to talk about this type of stuff with their parents of like obviously it was hard for me it's hard for you to this day but um you know i i i definitely think that like starting early and starting starting small you know i think a lot of people blow up on their parents like we were just talking about this with with like your brother and i've done this in the past like we just blow up because we're just frustrated that they don't get it and it's like that's the worst way to go about it Mm -hmm. like you don't blow up like you start slow you know yeah no i think i i think in our original episode of uh anxiety i think i said something like talk about anxiety with your parents in a way where they understand it you know using Mm -hmm. language that they understand simplifying it for them and also using it in a way where like they can relate to it so like instead of first you know talking about your problems uh, that you've been having or how you've been feeling kind of say like oh like you know did you feel like this when you came to this country like Mm -hmm. how did you feel you know when your in-laws like didn't accept you and they wanted you to act like this like blah blah blah. so say it in Mm -hmm. a way where it's like they they went through it too and then relate it back to your life and then they're like oh okay like it's not similar but it also is you know the feelings are similar what's Uh, your experience with with anxiety been like you know something about anxiety i feel like i've gotten it a lot more um like post undergrad i didn't really have it too much growing up or like something that i like presently knew of but i started seeing the signs more after graduation and um i think a lot of it came down to like me just being very anxious about the future Mm. you know like i like talked to my therapist about it and she said yeah honestly like no no amount of anxiety can fix the future or change the future or change the past so you might as well just like stay in the present and that's like a Mm. a post-it note that i have on my wall and i have also like when i have anxiety i cannot sleep like i'm a, I'm a type of person where it's like if i think about it and if it's bothering me i have to like i have to write it down or do whatever the thing is that's bothering me you know yeah and like i will not be able to sleep but i also realized that like i love journaling like i love writing because you know i have my english degree but I also don't like writing, especially when you have anxiety and you have like all the like millions and millions of thoughts just racing in your head. The pen cannot move as fast as your your head is moving. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes I'm just like it's good to like uh, mind dump onto paper, but also it's just so much stuff. You don't know where to start. You don't know how to like write that quick. So yeah. I started just like typing instead or <laughs> um, like writing typing like future letters to myself things like that and i've even heard that like um you can video record or like Mm. podcast record you know things like that so it's like you're talking instead of just like trying to formulate like long sentences and stuff yeah i think you know like i haven't really told you this but i've been doing like a lot of that i've been like just talking into like my camcorder (laughs) yeah you did tell me that I told you I did it once, but I've been doing it, like, a lot more than once. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, that's really, ni- it's really nice. Yeah. Um, Kind of, kind of like, uh, like, kind of a weird place to put a tip, but I think, you know, like, that's a, that's a pretty good tip, 
that I would give like a lot of people yeah. just like record like record yourself talking just talk to yourself like yeah and record and record yourself you know like I used to do it a lot when I first moved out I, I not a lot I maybe have like seven or eight different clips throughout once. the year <laughs> no I did I did it a couple times but I remember like last couple of days before I moved back home I was going through them and I was like man like I'm so happy I recorded these you know it's so nice to look back on right yeah and especially like even the future letters that I write to myself. There's a website that I use that I think is called futureme.org. I also futureme.org. Follow or sponsor us. Hit <laughs> I us keep, up. I keep telling Mushnoon to use it too. Where it's essentially you write yeah. a letter to yourself and it sends to your email like the next year or six months later, whenever you choose. And it's such a nice like gift to open up. And it, it just also mm. shows you like how much growth you've had. You know, like I think a lot of people, especially children of immigrants, they have a lot of anxiety about like you know being successful and like helping out their parents and Mm -hmm. you know they have this whole pressure to just like fulfill their parents dreams and stuff and i think when you see your own progress and your own success it seems very minute and very small in -hmm. comparison to like how other people view you because obviously we're going to be our biggest critics but when you write a letter to yourself and you get it a year later you're like oh shit like you know you see how you were 365 days ago and then you see yourself in the present and you're like oh shit things have changed and even though like i didn't really see it or appreciate it when it was happening like now i understand like how i'm not the same person really anymore and it can be very hopeful so i think that's a very good alternative i remember me and you both had a lot of anxiety when we both had to move out do you remember that Mm -hmm. but that was like Mm -hmm. i don't know how to describe it that was a good and bad type of anxiety because you know good because like we knew that it would be so good for us we knew that this change is what we needed but bad because we also felt like so guilty we also did not want to go through with it and there was just like it's just a mix of good and bad anxiety you know yeah look at us now mm. columbia you're going to, have you have you have you announced where you're going you want to say no i haven't announced it you want to say when you're going Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going right after this episode comes out. Oh wait! Oh, oh that's true. Yeah, how, how long's how long's the flight? Just give that little hint. Oh wow, the flight. The flight's gonna be a little little overnight, and a little. Oh my god! And a little overnight. a little pit stop in another country for two hours. Oh, you want to yeah. say the lay? You want to say the layover country or no? The layover uh, country is uh, uh, is uh, in. Uh, germany uh, oh my god <laughs> that's so far i met a, i met a german girl last night she was my friend's friend um she's moving to india and she said that she's gonna go visit bangladesh for a month and i was like i was like what like where what the hell is going on like i'm i'm in <laughs> colombia meeting a german girl going to bangladesh yeah you know what's so crazy how how, how our anxiety has has progressed over the past few years like now we have anxiety Mm. that we like never had before but in a good way right like before Mm. our anxiety was like oh my god how am i gonna provide all this money for my parents blah blah blah. obviously we still still have that anxiety but it's not as like as uh scary as it was before and now our good type of anxiety is like oh my god I have so much anxiety for, like, going to a new country and, like, living by myself and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that blessing. you say that. I think it was yesterday. I, like, walked out of my apartment. I was walking down the street because I was going to go. Um, where the hell was it? I was going to, like, this new, like, not new, but, like, this plaza, this area I've never been to. And I was like, man, I don't know what's there. I don't know if they like what type of because i was trying to get food and i need to like get some stuff and i remember on the walk there i was feeling so anxious i was and like i i realized like you know it i feel like this because i'm just really scared because i don't know what this area is gonna be like at the same time i was like man like i am so excited right now because like this is like an opportunity for me to practice my spanish more eat food i haven't had before Mm -hmm. and and i i was just like I was feeling this way and it's crazy because like my whole life whenever I got that feeling I, I it was because it was something bad but it's mm-hmm. like nowadays like um you know I seeing how like like excitement can cause that too just like it it helps me it helps like my mind kind of manage and maneuver how to how to go about anxiety you know but I think when a lot of people have anxiety and depression and all these mental health um, issues well not really issues but you know mental health 
stuff they um it's really hard for them to kind of think of the better end of it a lot of them mm-hmm. kind of think of the negative things and that's what paralyzes them you know especially when i have anxiety like i'm like paralyzed and i know you always tell me like oh just go for a walk just like you know cool your head or you walk it off i cannot like i'm not thinking about that like i'm not thinking about the good that's coming out of it so it's very hard to actually like think you're gonna get out of it when it actually happens you know yeah but sometimes all you need to do is just like when you're feeling anxious just like lay in bed just like feel the feelings nah, you i know? can't do i can't do no i cannot do that not for me that makes me feel worse what do you mean you took so many naps this past week what the hell does that have to do with anxiety <laughs> no you were feeling anxious so you like slept instead of going out and stuff that was because i i just i i didn't want to be around people like i mm. i wasn't i wasn't capable of having like conversation at mm. that time you know it's not because i was sleepy i just like knew i was like if i go outside like i'm gonna be a party pooper yeah um you know something that makes me really anxious what uh it's made me anxious my whole life but i've put a word to it um damn i forgot the word hold on you forgot the word no no i was literally thinking about it wow hold on i got it um self-confrontation what the hell is that it's literally what what i just said so what do you want me to do with this information (laughs) self-confrontation is just like having to like be real with yourself be real yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i'm i've always i've always been a pretty confrontational person been pretty real with other people but when it comes to just being real to myself um that that's always been hard for me Mm. um one way being checking my grades oh yeah that brought you a lot of having having to actual actually face the fact that my grades aren't good just having to face reality like self-reality like having to look in the mirror be like this is my life this Mm. is what is going on this is how you feel i've like i have always had so much trouble with that yeah um like uh bro i've told you like there'll be time there'll be semester i didn't check my grade for the whole semester because i knew they weren't good i I knew yeah you remember real well i knew they i knew it wasn't good there'll be times where i knew i had five dollars in my bank account but i didn't open my bank account because i knew they were five dollars. if i open my bank account and be like damn that's five dollars you gotta rip the band-aid off but i didn't um but uh being being over here like even we were talking about it yesterday just the fact that like one of the things that I wanted to do while I was in Colombia was to just roadblock my life. Yeah, I was and just I've gonna been, say that. I've been pushing it off because it's self confrontation and I have to face the reality of where I actually am in my life. Not yeah. saying it's good like it, it's not even like a good or bad thing. I'm not saying like because it's bad. I'm saying because like just I just ha- have yeah. to be real with myself and that yeah. That that makes me anxious. You know what it's interesting because like it makes you anxious like anyone anxious to start out this like road mapping which is essentially like all the things that you have to do like your your like what you need to do to get to where you want to be right so like all mm-hmm. the things you need to do for example if you like we talked about this with Maisha in our last episode about uh career networking and productivity where she basically broke it down and said that if you want to come out with a collection you have to make a roadmap about what you need to do to come out with that collection so it's like for example you have to make your design it's research find manufacturers all this and that right so a lot of people are anxious about their future so you know some people make like five-year plans but like realistic where they write down all the things they need to do to get to a point or like you know simpler things like end of the year goals or things like that right and it brings a lot of anxiety to like think about it and sit down and actually plan this out because you're like oh my god this is so much shit but mm-hmm. I think it also brings a lot of peace, especially to me sometimes when like I'm so anxious about, you know, such a big future. Like I'm so anxious about what's to come and like bringing a realistic like plan to my life brings me so some more like solace, you know. Yeah. So I think it it's like a good type of anxiety. It's like good and bad. Right. I think once you actually start doing it, you're going to feel so much better. <laughs> Can you just do it for me? No. You want you want write you want write the story of my life, please. No, no, I don't want to do it. You're an author. Yeah. 
How, um, how have you felt the past week with their anxiety? Um, I've been pushing it off. Um, they, I mean, like what kind of like I said, like with the going out, I've been uh, sometimes I feel really anxious going out. Um, but I still do it, and it's always worth it. But it's just like the self stuff that um i i think i'm always gonna have trouble with it um just like having to look in the mirror and like note my own flaws like i can i can sit down with you right now and tell you everything that i'm bad at but i can't sit by myself and tell myself everything that i'm bad at Mm. if that like i don't like i don't know if that makes sense like maybe somebody else understands like what i'm trying to say but it's like, I, it's not that I don't know these things. It's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just kind of get scared to like actually try to make myself believe it. Yeah. So I've been feeling like, I've been feeling all right. I think um, this trip has made me realize how much I miss my home and my mom and just my routine. Not even like my hour by hour routine, but just like what my life, like what, what, the life I'm used to is like over here. Like it's things are just so drastically different. Like life is different. People talk differently. Like I was telling you, like they got no personal space here, bro. Like literally somebody's freaking breathing down my neck. I'm trying to order coffee. I'm standing right next to me. I'm trying to hold my hand. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> can I please order my coffee? <laughs> then is trying to freaking, freaking give me a death stare. Um, life, life is just different here, you know? And I, I, I've been missing home a lot. Um, I've been missing uh, nitro cold brew a lot. Uh, my mom's food. Um, we got it. We got it. <laughs> we got it. But but I've done a lot of self reflection here. I've been writing my ass off. My notes app is tired of me. They're going to delete itself off of my phone. Um, I've been having some general thoughts about where I'm going to take my life after I go home. Like I, I haven't done the road mapping yet, but I've been thinking generally, I'm really good at thinking generally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very not? good at thinking generally. You're going to just, mean? you're good at just speaking things <laughs> and never doing it. <laughs> That's not true. I graduated, right? Yeah, you did. I graduated, right? I think right? a lot of our anxiety also comes from post-grad because you're like, Oh shit, this is real life now. It's crazy. Cause like nobody ever prepares you for after school right it's always just graduate and life will be great just graduate and you will figure it out but it's like after you graduate that's the hardest part of your life when like everybody wants to tell you step by step what to do throughout college nobody wants to tell you anything step by step after college i think my advice is just like you know my therapist was right you cannot change the future you also cannot change the past. You might as well just live in the present because I think about like my 18 year old self or like my 21 year old self and you know how anxious I was back then and where I am now. I'd like to think, you know, that my younger self is proud of me, but also like back then, like everything ended up working out, you know? So like back then I couldn't have done anything differently. Like everything that I was doing is meant to be done for who I am now, you know? So, you know, like, like, I think about who you were like when I first met you sometimes. Why? Why do you think about that? Just for fun. I'll be sitting and be like, damn, bro, like, we've changed so much. Like, we've changed so much. Like, especially you. I think, I think you've changed a lot more than I have. No, I don't think so. I think so. You were a little doofus running around. <laughs> Why do you act like you met me when I was four? you met me when i was fully 21 but still like i can't like i don't know i'll try to describe it one day but you've changed a lot i'm just so proud of you thank you you are like you are you are you are amazing now you were always amazing but now you're like super amazing thank you you're welcome all right moving on as you guys know um we have a podcast and one of the ways that we uh, promote the podcast is um, on social media. Uh, one of the social media apps is Instagram. Um, if you don't have an Instagram, you can make one on Instagram.com. You can follow <laughs> us 
at difficult dish on Instagram, Instagram.com slash difficult dish. We tell you guys about our upcoming topics. Right. So the next thing that um, we want to talk and about before he continues speaking is that we also have a TikTok. It's yeah, at TikTok. difficult dish podcast. We've been, where we... we've been, I, I posted a, I posted a little banger a little bit ago. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It was a little, it was a little cutie. He posted one banger in his life and he thinks he did something. Hey, and, oh, whoa, whoa. hey, calm down. It's the best but yeah, follow us on those things. And obviously, always on Instagram, we let you guys know what we're about to record and we let you send in your responses. So for, so for this episode, we asked you, what are some things that you do when you feel anxious? You know, what are some signs you have when you are anxious? But specifically, we just kind of wanted to power through some of the things you guys do when you're feeling like this. So that yeah. we can, you know, give you some inspo on what you can do when you're feeling like this and just learn ourselves, you know. Yeah. Gentle reminder. I'm not a scientist. I'm not no a one said you were. No one I said am, you were. I am a boy. He was a boy that was in life. robotics. <laughs> he was Did in you guys know I was, I was in robotics club when I was, eight, when I was in eighth grade? We won, we, we won the rookie of the year award at like one of the competitions and they gave us access to the world championship unfortunately the world championship was literally in st louis missouri <laughs> like out of all places in the world we went to st louis um, all right so anyway yeah, i was in i was in robotics i think no, that's really inspired like we're done how, talking like, about this, this <laughs> <laughs> all right so the first one that someone sent in telling myself that i've won against 100 percent of my bad days so i got this Ooh. yeah i think that's a nice little reminder to yourself because you obviously have surpassed all of your bad days even when you thought that you would not get through it and you thought that you would never get over a heartbreak or anxiety or depression or whatever it is but you but have, you did and you did and you so did a nice and you know what reminder you know what's the crazy part what is that you're gonna do it again yep put Isn't it on a crazy? post-it note don't do that put it on a post-it note nobody put it on your laptop. nobody nobody wants I gotta be honest with you, like, nobody cares about post-it notes anymore. Like, that's so, like, 2011. Y- you know? Your book is so 2011. What? What do you mean by that? <laughs> what did you mean by post-it note? You no, know you- no, actually, like, I literally don't understand <laughs> what you said. <laughs> like, at least I had, like, a little bit of merit in my comment. Like, what does that mean? What is that? Journaling helps way more than you think. Mm, journal video journaling try that out y'all i think i think that's i think that's a, that's a goodie <laughs> mushroom's literally like good luck charlie <laughs> having video footage no no just like sitting down in front of the camera like this is how it goes like you, you'll turn on the camera and you'll be like all right i don't really know what to talk about blah blah for 30 seconds and then you'll just like slowly start saying more and more mm. and then after like the minute mark minute 30 mark then you'll start like actually talking about how you're feeling yeah and then that's when it gets like actually very powerful i think so, like, obviously in the i beginning, really yeah i really advise doing in it. the beginning when you do it i think you feel silly and stupid but then exactly you get into it you know exactly it's like a little video therapy like whenever i make my youtube videos every week i'm just talking to myself and like there will be like long pauses there will be points where like you're like man what am i doing but like when you actually just like really get into it like honestly i really recommend it mm, mm-hmm. yeah and like i don't give a lot of like actual tangible advice like that because like i i've always thought that my life has been so like specific to a certain type of person like i never really cared about giving advice but i think that that's something that can help a lot of people all right so someone said that they feel fear restlessness and uneasy when they feel anxious and so they just work out and talk to their friends that they trust the most you got friends that you trust i know right i was i was gonna say you got friends <laughs> y'all got friends listen i know we've like talked we've like joked about this in the past um but really uh this is not a joke um i'm not kidding um we need friends <laughs> <laughs> we need so if there are any any boys um 22 3 4 5 6 uh orlando florida anywhere in florida honestly um i i don't mind driving uh that's a lie <laughs> you can come visit me but uh you know I, <laughs> be my friend it's it's not? actually very rare to find friends that you can just like talk to 24 7 <laughs> talk through your anxiety with but something Honestly. that's actually very very helpful is working out it releases endorphins something that also mm. really helps me with my anxiety is working out but sometimes i don't have that discipline to actually go to work out 
or even mm. not even working out just going for a walk you know like things that actually bring movement it helps yeah. a lot it helps you clear your mind being in and motion yeah <laughs> um but <laughs> Why did i that freaking death stare what happened <laughs> i said i freaking mate i freaking insulted you <laughs> but i highly recommend if you have that discipline someone said medication it has changed my life it's almost like a switch that's important you know a lot of immigrant kids and a lot of parents have undiagnosed adhd um Mm. ocd i know my therapist said that i have hyper active uh, anxiety or something hyper oh high high functioning anxiety my therapist that i have which means i flourish off of doing five million things at the same time and you know that brings me joy but also anxiety but a lot of parents think that medication is taboo especially for anxiety depression anything health related mental health related but at the end of the day that can really help you my friend is on adhd medication and it helps her literally live day-to-day life like it has helped her so much where before it was like debilitating like she could not do anything because her adhd was taking over her life she got bad grades in college and high school and yeah medication is so taboo but i wish you know parents especially and even people our age honestly understood the benefits of it you know i've always i've always been very indecisive when it comes to medication like not putting my opinions on anybody else like obviously do whatever you feel is best for you but it's just it's just so scary because just like the idea of of something taking something that could alter the way you think so drastically that just scares me man like yeah. and how how much it can mess with you if you stop taking it how many side effects it can bring while you're taking it how many places it can mess you up in like other than what it it's helping you for it's scary man and obviously we're not knowledgeable enough at all to talk about if it's good or not but um i think i think i kind of kind of understand like why parents might be so against it it's just scary bro medication yeah i think obviously there are a lot of risks with it but i think a lot of parents kind of just turn it off completely without trying to hear out the positives as well yeah that's true all right so someone said sometimes social media triggers my anxiety a lot i just put it away somewhere Mm. i can't reach it and read a book or talk to my mom instead sometimes i will write in my journal about my overwhelming feelings too just to keep them somewhere what i feel versus what actually is are two different things but when i get anxious the lines get blurred and i can't tell the difference but writing is so common man the negative effects of social media is fucking ridiculous yep Mm -hmm. you know i i think uh I think I had uh, the privilege of getting over the idea of like, I have to tell people where I, I have to show people everything that I'm doing and I, I have to see what everybody's doing and I have to see what they're wearing and I have to, I think I got over that pretty early in my life, but I know that it's really hard for people to like not, <laughs> what? <laughs> the way he's directly talking about me. No, no, I'm not. I you, you you make money on social media. Like it's different. I'm talking about just like the everyday normal person. Mm. Like it's completely different for you. The everyday normal person who just like feels the absolute need to tell people what they're doing, to show people what they're doing and to know what people are doing. Um, I don't get it, man. Like, but also, yeah, I've noticed that like, even though it is part of my job, I do not spend like hours trying to make like the perfect shot and like trying to like put up a story yeah. that looks a certain way and i've seen a lot of other people who also mm-hmm. might make money off of it or don't just like everyday people who are kind of like they get paralyzed by the fact if it doesn't look a certain way if it yeah. doesn't look you know like aesthetic or like this and that so i think it is very paralyzing for people and i know a lot of people especially me sometimes when i'm anxious sometimes social media makes me anxious because i'm on it so much right but then when i'm anxious i can't stop so i continue scrolling and i think since we have social media and it's so accessible to us we just use that as like our um as our way to cope with things and also tiktok is like i i've mentioned this in another episode where it's like you see happy to sad to sad to depressing to mad like you know you you have so many different emotions in a span of just a a few seconds and it's really hard to like feel your anxiety feel your feelings 
separate from your phone and social media you know because of that like yesterday like before i like was hanging out with my friends like i took a shower and i put like hair product in my hair and like thank you, this, thank you for sharing and, <laughs> can i please finish <laughs> can i please finish um and i just like didn't put enough right so like my hair was like pretty loose during the night so like when i was hanging with my friends i i caught myself like fixing my hair like literally every minute just right. like putting it back to place and then i was like what the f-? like who, like it, it's just the idea that like everybody else in the world sees me the way that i just psychoanalyze myself mm. when like literally like people do not give a shit if my one follicle of hair here is like sticking you know so interesting because i went through the same thing i told you about this yesterday as well because i hung out with my friends and they're white and i chose to not wear makeup that day and you know my hair wasn't done it was like raining so i didn't look the best i took off my mask and my whole face was sweating like full dripping (laughs) and like you know i felt self-conscious because i didn't look a certain type of way but also like who gives a shit you know like who, it's like it is it's like all in your head sometimes too you know it's literally it it's so in your head thinking that people are looking that deeply into you like that's very egotistical first of all but like it, it's just one of the outcomes of social media and like you know like you always trying to present yourself in a certain way but yeah something interesting that they said was that they read a book or talk to their mom instead when they're feeling anxiety and you yeah. know i do the same thing i try reading or doing something to distract myself or calm myself down but sometimes like you know my thoughts are just racing i can't do something that's reading because i know i'm not going to be actually concentrating on that reading so th- something that helps me is like doing something that's productive but also calming so like you know crocheting or like watching a show or like something that's like you know i'm able to calm myself down without actually focusing on something entirely mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's really important. Like something else. Yeah, I like talking to you. Something else that they said that they do is that they they talk about, you know, what they feel versus what things actually are. And I think mm. putting things down on paper or even, you know, talking about it in video format, it really helps you kind of distinguish like the two separate things and why you're mm. feeling the way you are. Because sometimes you don't even have an explanation to why you're feeling like that, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. One last thing that someone My said. My goodness. Yeah, people got a lot of things that they do when they're feeling anxious. Meditation, art, dancing, and just nurturing my inner child with cozy, oversized clothes and fuzzy socks help them. Yeah, you know that very well. <laughs> What's that supposed to be? <laughs> Your penguin slippers. <laughs> My goodness. My God. I'm, they're you tired act like they're you don't have the be. same ones. I got you the same exact ones. I don't freaking rub them into the ground for 12 hours a day they're tired send them back home <laughs> my god I, yeah guys i'm like forever even during the summertime i'm just in my fuzzy slippers my fuzzy sweaters i actually just put put them in the laundry not my slippers my my you'll sweater do, you'll do that i'm so hot why am i so hot today <laughs> it's so hot today <laughs> yeah sometimes i give myself anxiety with that you know but yeah those things really help nurturing your inner child by painting that's what i do that bring you peace making some just start meditating together i know i really want to i tried my therapist told to. me to wake up and and meditate for five minutes before touching we my should phone. we should like, get like one of those apps or something we should we should try it yeah we should yeah we'll let you know you got any yeah. 10 second advice i've given so much advice no 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 episode. we can't we can't do this every all single episode. i all i ever do in this podcast is give you guys advice um you're welcome first of all <laughs> uh i advise you i don't know, let me open up the notes real quick. ah come on <laughs> not the notes your uh, notes yo, app is gonna self-destruct listen listen these notes over these last few weeks i could it's psh, a treasure in there psh. it's like pirates of the caribbean the treasure is hidden actually in mushroom's phone you just say things <laughs> and you just hope it makes sense <laughs> like you're just hoping the people that know know um go explore a new part of the city that you live in mm. i think a lot of people will be like oh i've lived here my whole life i know every no there there are 
always places in the place that you live in that you've never been to. Um, it might be a little anxious not knowing what's there, you know? What the you distance. might be a little anxious. <laughs> <laughs> what a sentence. But oh well, you know. <laughs> I advise you to go because I went to this area in Medellin that I've never been to. And it was beautiful. So many nice buildings, nice light up rooms. Um, <laughs> That's all he needed to make him happy. A nice little light <laughs> then, up room. My Uber driver <laughs> on my way back to my apartment, she was a woman. And this is the first woman Uber driver I've had in Colombia. And she asked me to sit in the front. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was in the front with you. And she was just talking to me the whole time. She was a sweet old lady. She was like 55, 60. Um, her car was absolutely terrible. I freaking, I was literally like, I felt like throwing up with how much it was like jerking. Um, but as long as you don't get an Uber, I still gave her like five stars, but as long as you don't get an Uber driver like that, just go somewhere, you know? <laughs> right? I'm so sorry yeah. that this is the advice that he had after making us wait for five minutes. Yeah. What well, you're about to say, <laughs> go. go. Go look at the sky. You better see something freaking that's in a freaking child book. You know, something that I've had to force myself to do since I've gotten a mini sketchbook as of recent is mm. to kind of just like sit down and stare at things physically instead of using my phone and draw mm. it in present time and take in the surroundings instead of like, you know how people like when they're sitting somewhere by themselves, they just like mindlessly scroll on their phone or read or whatever it is but i think mm. i think like taking in your surroundings and the things that you pass by every single day things that are routine to you it's it's, it's like pretty art you know and it's like yeah. obviously if, if you're not an artist like i'm not telling you to draw no, everything you're telling that us you see. you're advising us to be fine artists and walk <laughs> around with sketchbooks no i'm saying like sit down in a mundane area that you usually pass by or you don't give a shit about and just like observe it see how you the people are is? you know what that is no is being present and you know what that is what a gift and you know what that is being present means not worrying about the future or worrying about and the you past. know what happens when you and you know what happens when you worry about the future of the past anxiety mic drop for for listening <laughs> to our wonderful beautiful podcast difficult dish please rate us right give us a rating again We're close we to have, 500 we have access to everybody no that we doesn't don't rate. i have your social security number come and on i was exposed it leave us a rating <laughs> review us we're very close me. to 500 ratings you're more than welcome to follow the instagram um of the podcast but first follow me uh follow mo if you want i don't know um and thank you for so much for listening if you made this far i love you if you made this what far, should they comment go, on our post you gotta you gotta comment um I, I i have my i have my coffee coffee cup next to me and it has a saying that is a pretty popular Colombian saying. It's sin prisa, sin pausa. You want you them to comment? You want them to comment that on our post? You got something better? Are you gonna ask me what it means? Well, it what does means it, mean? it means don't rush, but don't stop. Okay, that's a good one. So, so comment. Don't rush, but don't stop. Right. All right. Well, thank you so right, much for listening. We love yeah. you guys, and we will see yeah. you next Friday. Yeah, bye. I love this. Where, where you, you will be in blank. Bye. <laughs>